Hi, everyone. Welcome to Get a Word In With Me, your host, Josh Wagner, connecting with friends from different locations and vocations discussing yesterday, today, and beyond. And today, beyond is actually not very far from me, probably like two miles, but equally as distance of anybody I've interviewed because we're all connecting via video chat like this now. Today, I'm connecting with Daryl Gibson. How are you, Daryl? Great to have you here today. Awesome. awesome. Good to be here, man. This is cool. Awesome. Awesome. So I start with a little dinner table introduction, and this is how I would introduce you at a table. Uh, Daryl is a creative hospitality specialist with some of the biggest names under his belt in hospitality. For the last 20 years, Daryl has worked for people like Amy Sacco, Bungalow 8, Andre Balaz, Standard Hotels, Faena with Allen. Um, you know, this man really, he's an expert in guest experience and what it means for building company culture and brand partnerships and collaborations. Daryl is someone I've always just admired so much for having his finger on the pulse of what's happening in the hospitality space. And a couple of fun facts, uh, Daryl in a previous life was an actor. I'm just going to say the words Hannah Montana. Uh, <laughs> Daryl has also seen over 25 Prince shows. First one was at 12 years old. And he also taught Janet Jackson how to bartend for a movie. I think I'm already getting him blushing. Is there anything that I'm missing right now, Daryl? Oh, man, I think you got it all. <laughs> so Daryl and I have known each other for well over a decade. And I do want to start off by just putting you on the spot because you've worked with some of the most avant-garde, progressive thinking brands out there and have done their programming for them. What is the most risque program you've ever tried? Um, program or activation? Okay. I, I would say that the... I mean, that's easy. Okay, so the <laughs> the that's most it. risque activation that we did was um, a, a, a fetish party with Stephen Klein in yeah. the, the spa of the Standard in Miami Beach on the third floor in the spa. Like, we actually took over the spa. We pissed off every operator of the spa, like the manager, the... All the people working, everybody was so upset because we had to close this place down. But he moved everything out and we moved all of Stephen's stuff in. He brought in all of these models and actors and real fetish people, like people that were really living the life. Um, yeah. you know, like the guy with the, 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 the mask with the horse mane and like a leather, like you didn't see any of his skin and he was like standing in a corner clapping. His hands. It was oh, so yeah, amazing. yeah. I know that guy. I know that guy. You know that guy? <laughs> I, I just love it being there like, oh yeah, that, that's an easy question. I mean, for anybody out there who like just knows the standard, it's it's honestly just one of those brands that is so oh god, it just it it's so special and for so many reasons. And you know, taking those risks and you were behind so many of them and making people feel something uh, from a hospitality perspective. But well, thank you for that that riskiness. Thank you. All right. Good times. Good way to start. Let's get into a little section I call rapid questions. You ready to go, Daryl? I'm ready. Let's see if you can get a word in with me. First question. Can you recite a line from Hannah Montana that you had as an actor on the show? Oh, fuck. Or Gilmore Girls, or Gilmore Girls. It's a long time. Oh, okay. shit. Can, it's a long can, time. Give no. me your one commercial <laughs> line that you've memorized that's never left your head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I tell you what that's from, though? Please. I have to have the contact. All right, so 
there was a winter fresh chewing gum commercial. Remember those commercials for like Wrigley's gum and they had like the double mint with the twins yeah, and then yeah. they had the winter fresh and the winter fresh thing was that when you chewed it, it was like really cold and it cooled you off. So I was the, the cool out guy for the spot. So that meant that I got to actually load and chew the gum, which meant I got a close up. So they never right. cut me out of the commercial. And then I also had to react to it. And that was my, uh, that was my one line. You will always be the cool out guy for me forever. And can we get a, ready? One, two, three. Cool <laughs> If there was one actor to play Daryl Gibson in a movie, what's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Well, <laughs> uh, maybe Marlon Wayans, because everyone says that I should be doing him in a movie. Okay. But I wonder if he could do me. I don't think anyone can do Daryl Gibson, the cool guy. Is that what it was again? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what does Evil Knievel mean to you? Oh, wow. I loved Evil Knievel. Um, I was... I was very into Evil Knievel. How did you know that? I did my research, man. That's crazy. Um, I mean, I was obsessed. I mean, I, I saw um, him two times. Uh, once when he came to Washington, D.C. Um, where you're like from the, originally. If where I'm from originally. He came and he did uh, the Capitol Center. Um, and then I saw him again in Vegas. My mother took me... Um, uh, because I wouldn't leave her alone about it. And yeah, I just thought he was fucking crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. And so brave, you know? Like, I think that that's probably the thing. I think it was his, like, his fearlessness that was, like, the thing. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. All right. Uh, alive or dead, is there someone in your life you, you wish you could hear their voice or messaging more from right now? Ooh. Oh. Um, we can get back to it. Yeah, no, my Uncle Jake. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was funny, dude. He was funny and he was pissed off. He was funny and what? He was funny and he was pissed off <laughs> <laughs> at everything. Well, cheers to Uncle Jake, yeah? Cheers to Uncle Jake. Not that it's saying anytime soon, but if you could retire, where would it be? Um, well, today, I would say, because <laughs> it changes all the time. Don't think this isn't a question I ask myself like every day. Um, today, that place would be uh, Northern Italy, like near Alba, mm. Montcalvo, the mountains. Very nice, very nice. What is a major pet peeve of yours? Um, think pretentiousness. about it. pretentiousness okay got it favorite prince song sometimes it snows in april oh place you long to return to always to loom what was the last good deed you did I baked some banana muffins from a girlfriend of mine that, that has COVID that oh. lives like a little bit away. I mean, she's okay. She's fine. Yeah. I just thought it would cheer her up though. 
Very nice. And what is your what is your latest regret? I really wish that I had learned how to play an instrument when I was younger. You got some time right now. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Because I do know you take time every day to do certain things, right? Because I know very, very spiritual regimen. I do. Right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's never too late to learn how to make some music, right? Because you've been making music without an instrument, but with your programming in mind for many, many years. All right. Moving on to the next. (laughs) Tell me about your location. Something, you know, where are you? Tell me about just where are you? Well, right now I'm in my backyard. Yeah, uh, we, we live in Biscayne Park. Okay, um, which is the, on the mainland from Miami Beach, um, north. We're on a, 121st Street, so if that gives anybody context. Um, but yeah, I'm living, uh, we're living in in Biscayne Park. My partner Kirk and I we bought a house and we totally redid the backyard. And um, I'm sitting in the backyard now. Mm looking at all the beautiful plants and the butterflies and I mean, we've got woodpeckers like pecking. It's like, it's crazy. It's really cool. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's not a bad place. Is there anything happening in Miami that's unique that you think viewers who aren't here would be interested in to know what's happening in your neck of the woods? Well, I don't know because I'm not really going out, but, um, and I'm trying not to read a lot of news, but I, um, I will say that it's, um, I know that it's hotter than it's been at this time of year, uh, Miami, you know, I don't know, uh, what that means for the rest of the summer, but it is, it is real toast. Yeah. But so you're, you're, you're taking the, I'm not leaving my back. I'm not, I'm not leaving my property. Yeah, yeah. I feel like what when are we ever gonna have this opportunity to, again to do this? You know what I mean? Like yeah. to really like not have to go anywhere, uh, not have to do anything, you know, I'm just really and protecting you know myself, you know, from getting this virus because I don't know, you know. Yeah. Well let me ask you the next question. If there was no COVID nineteen right now, where would you have been these past couple weeks, month plus? I would have just been getting back from Palm Springs in LA. I would have been out there for a month. I was actually supposed to go the um, the 19th of March. Yeah. And I can't my because it was obvious where things were going. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so knowing, thankfully, you're comfortable, you're safe, you have a great backyard. I've been there. It's like a little slice of Balinese tropical zenness in the back. You've created an incredible area to just like let the mind go. Uh, what I would like to ask you, you know, seeing Daryl's work from a distance for years is always something I've tried to emulate and have respected uh, because he's a consummate gentleman and an absolute professional and considers many different feelings when he's thinking about programming. You know, for me, I, I like to get into your brain a little bit and I like to talk now about yesterday, today and beyond. A uh, couple subject matters to cover with you. I'd love to know what you thought about it a year ago, how you feel about it today, and where you think it's going. What does programming and events mean to you? Ultimately, it means bringing people together to experience something special um, that can not, can't really be repeated over and over again. And what do you think that's going to look like in the future? 
like from an events perspective, because you know, you've created some events as we were discussing before, like, you know, what you did in the hammam at the standard, like we need to be around each other. What, what does events look like for you from a programming perspective as we come into this next phase or whatever it may be? What does it look like? <clears throat> um, I mean, man, I don't know. You know, I'm, I am hopeful that um, we'll be able to tap back into the deep meaning of coming together. Um, I feel like events kind of got to be a little superficial and maybe a little flippant, kind of who cares and maybe thrown together. Um, I guess what I'm hoping is that because we have to think I mean, we're all going to have to think really, really deep and hard about how we get together. Um, you know, I'm hoping that that translates into more, more meaningful uh, experiences. For people. Yeah, che cheers to that. I well said because there's been a lot of stuff that we've witnessed recently that just seemed slapped together and didn't didn't have that depth. And um, yeah, I think the future. You're absolutely right. I think that we will see some more meaningful programming. You know, something that's going to strike a chord regardless of the setting, but hopefully the feeling it will evoke will really yeah. tap into that. Yeah. Next one. What does hospitality mean to you today? Yesterday, today, and beyond. Hospitality. Uh, yesterday, it was um, not only the way that I made my living, but uh, my, my, my true passion. Um, today, um, it means how can we really take care of each other? Mm. Uh, I think a lot of, because I, you know, I think about my friends that don't have, um, that are living by themselves or, you know, that really aren't around other people. Um, you know, Kirk and I are together. We've been living together for the last six years. And um, I think we take it, we, you know, you, you, you might take it for granted after a while. This has forced us to really think about taking care of each other. Um, and being super, super aware of, 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 of doing that. And I, 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 um, I hope that that, in, that finds its way back into hospitality in a deep way, huh. um, tomorrow. Yeah, man, you know what? You just really struck a chord with me because I didn't think about it that way. Uh, you just spoke about your partner and your loved one and how you treat each other and to translate that to the guest experience, right? Like it's, wow, you know, we're literally spending 24 hours a day with whatever we're spending it with every day, whether that's parents, mm -hmm. children or alone in the wall outside the window, like you're spending a lot of time in one place. And for you to say that, I amen to that, Daryl, like taking what hospitality means today to a future of that 24 hour attentiveness, is 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 really beautiful well you and kirk are lucky to have each other and yeah that's that, that that's that's i, awesome. I believe that i definitely yeah. believe that. Sure. very well said so that be i know this is like a very general thing to say but is there something that particularly jumps to you yesterday today and beyond when i say the word travel what does that mean now what does that mean now or what it, what did that mean yesterday today and beyond yesterday. what 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 does it mean to you now what does it mean to you uh, yesterday, today, and beyond? I mean, yesterday it was going somewhere out there. Today it's definitely for sure 100% going in here. Yeah. In here. Yeah. Uh, 
And tomorrow, hopefully, it's a night we can get back out there and take this with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, the meaning of it's going to be different. I think we're going to be thinking twice before we jump. You know, like I'm a firm believer. You know, jump in, you'll float. But I think this is one of those situations. Like, all right, I'm going to think about it for a second, and when I do go there, I think I think guests are going to be arriving maybe with a little more intention. Um, I think you know Where a lot. Are they going? Why? Yeah. Like okay. a lot of people will be like, you know what, let's just go and figure it out when we get there. I think, you know, we're going to see something new in travel. Um, additionally, when people are first getting out their doors, listen, they had time to do their research. Like they had time to be less impulsive, you know, like yeah. I'm going to go someplace. I've always wanted to go here. That that first guest experience is going to mean so much because people are going to be carrying their hearts and their minds with them. Like that dollar is going to be a lot like. Where am I going? Why am I going here? What am I doing with it? You know? Yep. It's interesting. It's yep. to think think about it that way. Like, I, I can't wait to go someplace. And if I'm gonna go, I'll be like, you know what? I've been checking out everything by you for three months on my computer. Like, is it gonna be this? <laughs> right. Oh my God. We have to be careful then. We definitely yes. have to be careful. <laughs> yeah. So for all of us in the hospitality world, it's like our yeah. guests are not only showing up. Because they want to get out, like they actually know. They've already everything. been there. <laughs> they, know, they know everything about us, so like be prepared because they've had time to do their research. That's <laughs> so, wild. Well, that that being said, from a travel perspective, and you said immediately you would long to return to Tulum. Where in, do, do you go to the same place? Do you, do you try out different hotels there? We've tried out different hotels. Um, I've stayed. I think I've stayed in a different place every time I've gone. Wow. Um, the food situation, though, there's definitely places that I like to go back to. Um, and like the Sada Margarita, I can't go without going there. Yeah. Um, I can't go without having a pizza from Vio Casa Violeta. You know? Um, yeah. I can't go there without going to um, Arca. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I like to, I mean, it's growing so fast, so I'd love to see what, every time I go back, it's it's so vastly different yeah. with the new places and people's visions. I mean, people are really doing some special stuff there mm. as far as hospitality goes. Yeah, I, I haven't been down there in a couple of years, and I know it's just constantly, constantly, constantly. I actually, I'm constantly growing. I have a friend who's there right now that, like, when there was the opportunity to get there. Wow. Know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wait this out in Tulum, you know. Um, uh, I know it's just a very magical place for 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 so many people. Um, okay, awesome. So let me ask you ne ne next next part. I call this good riddance. Give me some more and liar liar pants on fire. Good riddance. The past month or so that you've been home, uh, is there something that you've said it's out of my life forever? I'm done with it. Goodbye. I don't need it anymore. Or is there something out there in the world from a messaging perspective that you've heard that you just don't agree with and say, hey, everybody, chill out. You don't need to be wasting your time on that. So what does Daryl um, get to say good riddance to? First thing that comes to my mind, I guess it would say is, is um, I mean, I mentioned it before, but I was an avid reader of the news. Mm. Um, and I... Uh, I'm still reading, but I'm, I'm, re I'm approaching it in a very different way. I give myself a limited amount of time to do it, um, and I uh, and I stick to it. Like I don't go down the rabbit hole, you know. Yeah. Before I knew that, I could be like, I've lost like two or three hours just like 
you know, reading article after article after article. So good riddance, Enough. regimentation, Enough. good riddance. I Get feel like it. if, it's, if it's really important, I'm going to yeah. find out. Yeah. All right. How about give me some more? What do you what, what do you want more in your life that you're going to continue doing in the future? A guilty pleasure you also do every day or something. This is in my new routine. It's not going anywhere. You know what I've started doing? I, I talk to my mother regularly. We're very close. Yeah. But I, I hooked her up with. Well, I mean, I taught her how to use, you know, a video conference. Yeah. She would do it, you know. It's like, you know, she was like, before texting, before she learned how to text, she was like, oh, I don't need to do that. Then she learned and she couldn't stop. Oh, my know? God. Then with the video conference, she's like, oh, I don't really need to do that. And I was like, mom, it's so cool. We can like see each other. It's great. You know, it's like we're like kind of in the same room. Yeah. She's like, okay, so I convinced her to do it. We did it. And now she's obsessed. So we do it once a week. And I, I'm for sure going to keep that up. It, it brings us both so much joy. Awesome. Can I, can I share with you real quick? I now FaceTime my mother every day. And we have a uh, wine o'clock together and we, we, we share and, you know, she sets up a little meat and cheese board and some, you know, like her little charcuterie. And it's, you know, we, we, we sit with each other. This is the most I've spoken to my mother in my entire life. Right. It and, means so much to her. Yes. It means so much yeah. to me. And yeah. uh, she wrote a letter to Steve Jobs and she said, I just want to thank you for inventing this FaceTime thing. That's beautiful. <laughs> Like she, she, she wrote, she, she wrote a letter to sending it to Steve Jobs, you know, uh, to, to Apple and saying, I just want to say thank you because this is something that is helping me in, in, in this life right now, because my, my mom has left her apartment in five weeks. And, you know, I think we really need to pay attention to the people who are terrified to walk outside the door because they are vulnerable. And, you know, I saw my mom four days ago for her birthday. And I had to drive by and I couldn't hug her, you know? So you doing it with your mom, like it's, it's important. Reach out to those people. Give me some more. I'm going to be speaking to my mom a lot more like that, hopefully in person soon. Now, what is your liar, liar, pants on fire? I know Daryl Gibson's not a liar, but I, I say liar, liar, pants on fire, that some people are taking this as an opportunity to project maybe something about themselves that is not true, you know? I read three what? books a week. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Is, is there a liar, liar, pants on fire? Is Daryl Gibson doing everything he says? Right. Th well, right now, yeah, because there's not a lot to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling you I'm doing something. I'm doing it. Um, Done. I will tell you one thing, though. Talking about the video conference. So we do the same ones with actually with Kirk's family. And they're super fun. I love them 100% so much. But we, we did lie to his mother about, about having the limited version of Zoom that cuts you off in 40 minutes, even though I have <laughs> because We haven't was, signed up for the gold membership. <laughs> yeah. We were like, yeah, you know, we only, oh, sorry, we got about five more minutes. <laughs> All right, bravo to that, bravo to that, okay. <laughs> to, clo to close out, Daryl, uh, I'd like to ask, guests to get their word in is there a mantra uh, uh something you're feeling that you like to share something to impart and drive home with a viewer what is uh daryl's final word to get a word in on daryl gibson um well i you know we talked for a quick second earlier about that opportunity that we have right now yeah and I mean, I can only speak for myself, but um, I mean, 
to consider like what's happening in the world and like my fortune um, to be healthy and well, and have a place to 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 stay, um, and food on the table and all of that. And no, no, thank goodness nobody in my family, um, a really close circle, has been really severely affected by this. Mm. Um, I feel so much gratitude for the opportunity. You know what I mean? Like it's like that that we never really have when we're constantly running and chasing and going after and keeping ourselves busy with stuff. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I like my word is like embrace this opportunity. And like, I don't want to, I don't want things to go back to the way they were. I want them to be better. Amen. So, so yeah, let's do this shit. Yeah, man. (laughs) Daryl, I agree with you. Let's make it better. And this isn't this isn't going back to what it was. It's what we can make it together, right? So, man, I appreciate you taking the time. I just want to say thank you for getting a word in with me. I hope we can see each other soon. I'm going to keep on watching it's what it. you do because I've been, I've been copying a lot of it for years because you're that good. And, yo, mad, mad respect. And thanks so much, Daryl. Be safe, all right? Much love, Josh. Take care, bro. Thanks, much man. Love. You too. Thanks. All right. Bye.